Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. I'm Wright Anderson. Did you know Christians today are being led on a merry dance? Not only are they confronted with hundreds of churches, groups and sects, all claiming to have the truth and to be the one true church that is faithful to God, but each one of them declares their teaching comes from the Bible. Well, yes, I'm sure that some of their teachings do come from the Bible. For example, what church worth its salt wouldn't say that Jesus, as he testified himself, was God himself? Oh, wait a moment. Well, in fact, there are a number of groups and sects, some may be charitably called churches, which advocate that Jesus was just a prophet. He was a lesser God with a small g, despite what the Bible pronounces and what Jesus declared himself. Well, of course, there's always a fly in the ointment. But as I was saying, of course, all churches and groups declare they teach from the Bible, but it does not mean they are accurate expositors of the word. The corollary to that could well be that some churches are intentionally dishonest in their quest to build their own earthly empires and fill a niche market. As a point, the Pentecostal groups who expound the virtues of speaking in an unknown tongue, according to their mantra, if you don't speak in an unknown tongue, you are lost and you will go to hell. The asinine nature of this entire contemptible teaching is underscored as honest men and women seeking to learn of Jesus Christ come among them wanting answers, but they have to undergo special tuition to learn how to speak in an unknown tongue. Now, you may be thinking the unknown tongue is a recognisable language of some other ethnicity with grammar and punctuation. Oh no, listen to T.G. Jakes and Paul the White, both well-known provocateurs who boast to have the gift of the unknown tongue. The glory of the Lord is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. The glory of the Lord is in this place. Shut up. 
It's called an unknown tongue because no one understands it. Yet they teach it comes from the Holy Spirit. A little strange, don't you think, when on one occasion the disciples asked Jesus to teach them how to pray and he introduced the Lord's Prayer to them, which begins with the words, Our Father who art in heaven. Jesus told them to pray in a manner that they would understand. Jesus also warned about following the pagan example of unintelligible utterances when praying to their gods found in Matthew chapter 6 verse 7 and when you pray Jesus said use not vain repetitions as the heathen do for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. The advocates of speaking in an unknown tongue seems to be ignoring the clear words of Jesus here. Further to that are the words of the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 14 and verse 15. He says this what is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, I will pray with the understanding also, and I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Paul teaches us that when we pray as moved by the Holy Spirit, we are to have understanding. We are to understand what we are saying. Even if we sing with the power of the Holy Spirit, Paul warns us from the counterfeit by saying it should be done with understanding. Why? Because true Christianity is a thinking person's religion. It is a reasonable faith. It is a thinking man's religion which does not expose itself to ridicule. Furthermore, why is it necessary to receive instructions as proponents of the unknown tongue insist? If indeed it is, as the Bible teaches, a gift of the Holy Spirit, one would assume that this strain of tongues, being one of the many supposed biblical spiritual gifts for the upbuilding of the church, is not received in order to have your name on the church roll. How can any church mandate that all individuals must have it to prove they are saved? It's also new to me that people would teach others that they can train themselves to have a gift that is a supernatural gift and insist that everyone must share in it. In fact, that is the very thing which made the manifestation of the known languages supernatural at Pentecostal in Acts chapter 2. The disciples were for the most part Galileans with no education, yet on that occasion they spoke in foreign languages which could be understood by natives of those countries who were visiting Jerusalem at the time. Further to that, where in the New Testament does anyone demand anything of God? particularly when the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 11, teaches us that it is the Holy Spirit who decides who gets what spiritual gift. It's not our choice, nor can we demand it. Pentecostals go so far as to accuse others who do not embrace the unknown tongue teaching as being unsaved or being lost and they'll go to hell. Again, where in the Bible is speaking in an unknown tongue a test for salvation? Strange. I thought it was our faith in Jesus Christ and what he has done for us on the cross and our response to that reality, which was the determining factor for salvation, Nevertheless, it goes back to my earlier point that so-called Christian churches all make grand claims to teach from the Bible, but it is not only self-evident that they don't, but their interpretation of its contents are self-serving. It's hard to imagine that churches would mislead their congregation. 
but it's happening every Sunday and whenever they meet, and it's not accidental. We could make excuses for the Christians before the Bible was freely available to believers prior to the time of the invention of the printing press in the 15th century and the Protestant Reformation, when men such as Wycliffe, Tyndale, Luther and Erasmus worked tirelessly to bring the Bible into the hands of the common people from the Hebrew, Greek and Latin manuscripts. But today, there is no excuse. The Bible is freely available and particularly to people in Western countries who have the freedom to open and read the Bible. Then the question begs to be asked, why are Christians so appallingly deficient regarding the contents of the Bible? Why are they accepting unscriptural teachings, which is demonstrated by their patronage to these churches? In fact, many of these teachings are contrary to the very spirit of the Bible and the character of God himself, such as eternal punishing in hell, such as confession to a priest, transubstantiation, the immortal soul. What about purgatory, the secret rapture of Jesus Christ, infant baptism, the desecration of the Ten Commandments, the restoration of the Jews, uh, the rebuilding of the temple in Jerusalem. We could go on and on. Where in the Bible are these teachings supported? A candid review of the above mentioned would dismiss each one of them as nonsense. Christianity today seems to be the depository of every ridiculous, inane and unreasonable belief to discredit and hide the true treasures, beauty and hope it offers the world. But you don't have to be deceived or misled if you know what the Bible says. And to that end, I want you to have a 25 set of Bible reading guides entitled The Faith of Jesus Series, and they're absolutely free. And all you have to do to receive them is to send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That's info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. Or go to our website, uh, theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark, contact us, follow the prompts and we will mail the study guides to you wherever you are in the world. Well, our time has come to end far too quickly once more. But remember this, the truth is nothing to fear from investigation. I'm Rod Anderson. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. Coming up next, we have some special music by the 3ABN Choir. It will be worth it all medley.
Savior, face to face what we